0: Well, we have uh, some more uh, information on the sentencing, sorry, sentencing of Bill Cosby on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, and we've been following this story since yesterday when the sentencing trial began. Uh, but now we know kind of the fate of Bill Cosby. And the first reaction, Bradley, that you and I both had was the first thing that came out was three to 10 years in jail.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it it just doesn't sound very definitive. So I think we need to hear a little bit more about how that, uh, is going to actually play out, but he is facing a maximum of 10 years, right? but with a minimum of three, um, again, I'm not, I'm not, now I do know that they merged all of his counts into one. So he'll serve that, uh, at once or Mm -hmm. he'll serve time for all of those three things at once. but, Um, I'm not sure yet why we have such a wide window from three to 10 years. Like, just give us a darn number. Right.
0: That would be, uh, yeah, that would be helpful. So Judge Stephen O'Neill, upon sentencing him to at least three years in the state prison, uh, said, I'm not permitted to treat him any differently based on who he is or who he was. uh, And uh, also said directly to Bill Cosby, by the way, i I, I will apologize in advance. I keep on wanting to say the wrong last name for Bill Cosby. So if something else slips out, I apologize. Um, I, j- I just want you to know that in advance. Cause I keep on wanting to say Bill Clinton, which is not who oh, we're talking awkward. about. I know. Uh, but the judge to Bill Cosby, judge Stephen O'Neill said, this was a serious crime. Mr. Cosby, this is all circled back to you. The day has come. The time has come. Uh, and <laughs> again, three to 10 years in state prison, uh, for Bill Cosby, no bail set, which also means that or, that he will be he's expected to be taken away to a cell um shortly there of course, his team is of course talking about appealing this mm-hmm. um but the judge did not grant bail, so he's likely going to go immediately and um and you know on cnn they're currently interviewing um Many people among them, though other accusers of Bill Cosby, and I keep thinking about how the day he was found guilty was such a huge day for all of those accusers. But but today we learn sort of how he'll be paying for um, the um, the acts that he was responsible for, and these women were victim of. Uh, and one of his victims, who was being interviewed on CNN, Kathy McKee, said um, she said that this stirs up some, quote, very difficult and deep emotions, but she's very happy with Judge uh, O'Neill's sentence and is grateful for uh, Andrea Constan for standing strong.
1: Yeah. And I think um, probably, you know, as we go on from this particular ruling and the sentencing and we see him go to, to prison and Uh, That sentence begins, perhaps people will begin uh, looking back on just sort of the momentous nature of this particular case, not most importantly, obviously, for the victims involved to have some, even for the ones who this particular conviction doesn't, you know, address, Mm -hmm. right? So not all the victims had their sort of justice, but it's a symbolic justice for those uh, that were victims of or alleged victims of Bill Cosby. And. Um, certainly for Andrea Constant, and um, but beyond that, like this is also just a very large news story, yeah. right? This is a story of somebody again. It, for anybody, I think it's easy uh, in two senses for us to sort of minimize the large nature of this story. What I mean by that is, if you're under a certain age, you probably don't appreciate what Bill Cosby means as a icon mm-hmm. as a force in the world of entertainment and mm-hmm. television in um, pop culture history right. and entertainment history certainly and then I also think for those of us who do understand what Bill Cosby was mm-hmm. at the height of his career um, and what he meant and how m- momentous his, his personality was or how large his personality was for us Um I think we've just been dealing with the sort of this side of the story for so long that we've sort of become numb to the fact that this is Bill Cosby. Right. This is not just, you know, like a a B B-list actor from, you know, the 1970s who has fallen on hard times and kind of became a creep. Uh, no, this is literally one of the most um, consequential actors, television creators Racial barrier breakers of the last 50 years. Yeah. And to have somebody like him uh, fall from grace because of a decades long pattern of sexual assault is just that i mean it's mind-blowing it is the breadth and the depth of the story itself
0: i think the other thing that we're all kind of still trying to reconcile in our minds is that at the time that he was at the height of his career when he was referred to as as america's dad when the cosby show was the number one show for five years i think five seasons uh, of the show's Total duration. Uh, I think that um, trying to reconcile that while that was happening, he also was uh, perpetrating these yeah. types of acts mm-hmm. on women um, because those are the stories that we've heard that have come forward. Uh, that that it was while he was on the Cosby Show when we were all sort of lauding him for for who he was in our in our um in our in our lives. Yeah. That this this is is, the type of person we were kind of worshiping at that time.
1: Everybody it is not hyperbole. It is not, you know, blowing out of proportion. Uh, It is no small thing to say that we were very much um, like the world was Bill Cosby's oyster. Absolutely. In the 1980s, certainly through the 1990s. And, um, to just see somebody. I think there's, I guess what I'm saying here is that there's a greater story to be told. And I think as we move further away from the specifics of, you know, the sentencing and the trial and blah, 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 at some point, we'll be able to have some perspective because I do believe, and I think this is going to be the biggest, longest term takeaway or sort of overarching takeaway from the Me Too movement of which this Bill Cosby story is certainly sort of, that was that was the first one, right? Mm-hmm. Where you had this very... You know, powerful figure taken down is that hopefully people will look back and start to dismantle and uh, pull apart and understand how, like everyone else's responsibility in Bill Cosby being able to be a serial sexual predator for decades.
0: Right. Because he did not do this in just, a vacuum.
1: Yeah. And we said that we have said that from the beginning. I remember saying it like when we first started talking about Hannibal Burris bringing mm-hmm. the story up that he didn't do this in a vacuum. There are other people that are responsible and it's easy to just be like, throw the book at Bill Cosby Mm -hmm. and make it go away. Throw the book at Harvey Weinstein, make the book or make him go away. Right. However, truly, those people would not have been able to be who they were, were it not for everyone around them. It doesn't mean that, you know, they need to be held accountable in a court of law. But I think it if we want to learn anything and if we want to change and if we want to grow from this particular moment, you know best to understand like the role that everybody was playing and allowing it to happen because he was able to do it in plain sight.
0: Absolutely. And that has been consistently uh, consistently in some of these uh, high profile cases throughout the Me Too movement that has been the case with each of them. We've said the exact same thing about Harvey Weinstein. We said the same things about Matt Lauer. There are people who were aiding and abetting this type of behavior throughout due to the power and presence of the perpetrator. Uh, and uh, perhaps out of fear that they would be um, punished by that person of great celebrity and power um who knows why there's probably a million reasons why and i think
1: beyond individual responsibilities like yes there are some other nefarious people who are like eh, let me be part of this you know creepy nasty cabal of grossness but beyond that there's just like sort of these passive bystanders who are you know willing not unwilling unwitting perhaps participants in this system because think about it you know You hear rumors about people, but you don't want to make waves and you don't really have any power. What are you going to do? Go to the boss and be like, I've heard these rumors, but I don't know. They're just rumors. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you, you know, telling your boss? Like, I feel like there are there's a whole layer of people that unwittingly allowed this behavior to continue because they just made the calculation that they didn't want to get involved. It's not their business and Mm -hmm. they have to keep their eyes out uh, for themselves And, you know, again, I think a lot of people need to maybe take a hard look at all of those things, if long term, because I think the 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 worst part of all this is that and the lesson is that people like Matt Lauer, people like Bill Cosby, people like Harvey Weinstein all had too much power. Mm -hmm. They had too much. They were able to wield too much power over the individual lives of people and careers and such that people were like, well, yeah, why would I why would I bring this up? Right. You know why would I? I, would mean, I, I don't blame people like that unless you had willingly known that somebody was victimized and you chose to ignore it or somehow obfuscate. I just think like it makes total sense that if you were just like a low level person, you're like, I don't. It's well, not worth my job. Well,
0: in hindsight, is 2020. Now that we have sort of the bigger picture, I think. uh it becomes easy for people to ask those why questions. And I think it's important to your point, Bradley, that you rewind the tape and think about what it was, what it must have been like when this was all happening At a low buzz and not the shouted loud as we're doing right now. Again, the headline about the sentencing of Bill Cosby, he has been sentenced to three to 10 years in a state prison. uh, And uh, the judge did not set any type of bail, which means he will not grant bail, which means he will. Bill Cosby will be taken away to a cell as soon as. The sentencing hearing kind of comes to a close Uh, and uh, and they will appeal. Of course, Bill Cosby's team is saying they will appeal. They, they did try to argue the, um, the, the bail situation. Uh, Bill Cosby's lawyer requested that Bill Cosby remain free on a bond. And uh, the prosecutor, Kevin Steele said, what sexually violent predator gets bail? Uh, Again, the, The judge in the situation uh, had said loud and proud in the courtroom that uh, he will not treat Bill Cosby any differently based on who he is or who he was. And I think we are seeing that um, play out right now in the sentencing. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, can we just lighten it up for a minute? No. Please? No.
1: Hey, um, I got something for you to give to your kids for Halloween. Is it pretzels? Salad. Little bags of salad. Yum. I think you should do that, Colleen. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing this all over the internet. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen that yet.
0: When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're talking about dream homes. This will be fun. On the Colleen and Bradley Show yes. on My Talk One. We are first. talking about dream homes on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1 oh. streaming live at mytalk107.1.com. One. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, whose dream home are we uh, referring well, to, Trainer? Well, we're going
1: to judge somebody's before we talk about our own. Mm. I mean, who doesn't? Like, I pretty much go to sleep most nights uh, building my dream home in my, in my, uh, my brain. And, um, well, one celebrity is mm-hmm. turning that image in his brain into reality. And I think it deserves some commentary. So I want to tell you about the actor named Chris Hemsworth. Mm. He's a tall drink of water mm-hmm. and a fine piece of man. He's real good looking. He has a wife by the name of Elsa Pataky. I did not know that there was a spread of seven years between them. Oh, I didn't either. Chris Hemsworth being on the young side. He's oh. only 35, his wife 42. Gives me hope that I could one day be married to Chris Hemsworth. Sorry, Jamie, um, <laughs> and Elsa. In my brain, I want you to look at the house, this uh, mega mansion they are building in New South Wales. Okay, I want you to open up the picture and look at the house they're building. The
0: Australia. Now,
1: tell if I told you, if if you didn't know that that was a celebrity home being built, what would you think was being built? By looking at those photos,
0: uh, I I have a number of first impressions. One would be an office building. Yeah. One would be a, a mall. Yeah. One would be Maybe some sort of fancy, fancy parking ramp. Right. Um, possibly a small airport. Uh, not a home. This is the what is that? That is so ugly.
1: Dream home being built by. and They're by doing the way wrong. The photos uh, are considered near completion. Which makes me wonder, like, what is that supposed to look like? As the Daily Mail says, it appears to resemble a military stronghold or a brutalist shopping mall. Yeah. Thanks to its rectangular shape and monolithic concrete platforms. I mean, it's literally just a big concrete square, right? Yes. Um, It truly
0: looks like, I'm not kidding, like a uh, three-story office building, very nondescript that you would find, you know, Dinah.
1: And also look at like the tiny little houses that are next to it. Like, help. We're mm-hmm. being swallowed up by this giant monstrosity. It does look like a shopping center or even an airport. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as as one fan of Chris Adamsworth remarked online, this is obscene and totally out of character. It's terrible. Uh, apparently, this uh, new development is replacing their Balinese style eight bedroom resort home. Which they paid seven million dollars for in twenty fourteen. Uh, this
0: is not an upgrade. No, that old, their old home is beautiful.
1: This will this new um building, however, is expected to cost them eight million dollars. There will be a gym, a steam room, a large swimming pool, luxury spa, media room, games room, as well as vast outdoor spaces and six bedrooms. Can I? I have a very important question because then I want to get to mm-hmm. the concept of what you would consider a dream home. Okay. What is the purpose of having this monstrosity built? Is it because like I'm a celebrity and I need to have everything on my own because I can't afford to be I can't afford to be out in the real world with people who might hurt me or do things to me like talk to me? (laughs) Like, what is the point of needing your own home other than you're just absurdly rich that has a swimming pool, several, you know, more bedrooms than you could possibly use a gym, a games room, a full theater, A a heliopad.
0: I mean, there, like to me, that's uh, excessive. Obviously, yeah. But you know, I will say that uh, I, I think that that's probably part of the, um, part of the uh, reasoning that they give is that they don't get to go out in anonymity like we do. You know, they don't get to just walk. Down the street without people
1: will eat them. Or no, what? but
0: like without being noticed. And okay. so, when they want to be reclusive or when they don't want to be noticed, the only place they can not be noticed is in their home. Um, but oh, isn't I that I don't like, know.
1: crazy? Like, just imagine like you don't. You're in a self. Can I? I don't. I don't not get like creating your own self-contained space that you never have to share with other human beings. Like, you know, that's something I would veer towards in a heartbeat if I had the, you know, the wherewithal. But it just seems so like so just absurd. Well,
0: what's funny to me about this is that the place does look like a damn mall. And when you just listed off all the things in it, it. It is. It's is like a, a resort. It's basically yeah.
1: like Mystic Lake yeah. Resort and Casino. Like
0: it's got its own spa. It's got its own because theater. If you it's had got all everything. All those rooms and all that
1: stuff. I would feel like I had to invite people over on a regular basis to get some use out of that. And they probably place.
0: do. I mean, how do you even? I think about being a child in a house like that. Honestly. Like I get worried. My kids are oh my old Do you now. Do have, have walkie
1: talkies? Yes. Or
0: something? I mean, my kids are eleven and eight now, and I would be, you know, scared. I'd lose them all in a big space like that. You know, Okay,
1: so for you, what's like your dream home? Like when you think about your dream home, what does your dream home look like? Does it look like a shopping mall?
0: No. Oh, gosh, no, no. My dream home, I don't even know what style it would be, but it would have like a beautiful front porch. It would probably (laughs) face some sort of body of water. Um, Mm. It would not be so cavernous as to um, require a lot of cleaning. What's like
1: one room that you don't have in your home that you would have in your dream home?
0: I would have a home gym, but I would never use it. See, that's yeah, what's dumb see, that's about dumb. it.
1: Because I, I I would never use a home gym. I would need to have people with me. Right. So unless everybody came to work out in my home gym, I would never do that. Right. I would definitely. Here's what I would have. A pimped out theater.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like a theater room. I mean, I would probably want. This is dorky as I'll get out, but I would want like a little hot tub room, like a, or like an indoor pool. Like
1: a Zen salt cave. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like something like that. Like a
1: floaty tank.
0: I would uh, frankly also like, um, like a soundproof room. I would call so it scream. the mom room. No, that I could go to and experience actual silence. Oh. That like, that would be my Zen space. Like a soundproof room where I could be like, bye, everybody, deuces, I'm going to my mom room, shut the door, and like, I don't know, be where, like in a comfortable chair with a book. Mm-hmm. And not have to mm-hmm. answer to any of the sounds outside yeah. of it. It would be the cleanest room in the house. That would be the thing, if I'm dreaming, that I would want in a dream home. What about you?
1: Uh, well, I would have no children in my dream home. Is weird. So your, your um,
0: actual home now is a dream home,
1: basically. Oof. Uh, but I would have, I would have a little zoo. Um, I would have a movie theater. Mm-hmm. I would have my own grocery store where I could like shop.
0: Okay, that's just Amazon. Like in my basement? No. But you no, love, okay, wait, I, I forget. You love grocery stores. Yeah, so
1: I'm gonna have my own curated grocery store. I'm gonna hire a lady and she's gonna work down there and she's gonna stock me up with all my favorite things and she's gonna have like a sample day and I won't have to like wait for other people to get their dumb samples. I'll just sample myself.
0: I would have a Starbucks in my house.
1: Yeah, why not? Again, think big.
0: Yeah, a little coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah, for well, sure. That was kind of funny. It would you not look it would not want. be ugly like that house like, though.
0: Chris Hemsworth, your know, yeah, house was a nasty ugly. house. When we come back Take on the Colleen shut up. On the Colleen and Bradley show, what pop culture character scared the crap out of you oh, as a kid? Oh god, stop! Six five one six four one one oh seven one. Who was that character?